Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome to YVIS Podcast, Episode 2 of the Say No to Child Abuse Series. If you haven't followed yet, now will be the best time to do so. I am Chidera Precious and I'm your host for today. The previous episode covered a broad summary of long and short-term effects of abuse. To get the full details, I recommend you listen to it. Today we'll be looking at short or immediate effects of sexual abuse as a common abuse indicator. It is no doubt that safe adults want to prevent abuse at all costs. However, there is a common limitation. Many adults can't tell when a child is being abused, especially if the child doesn't report. So it could be happening right under their nose, yet they will be clueless. This episode highlights common signs or indications that a child is probably being abused. They are, but not limited to, a depression. When a happy child suddenly becomes gloomy and sad, consistently, when you notice seclusion, consistent sadness, it's a sign that you should actually have a conversation with the child or begin to make investigations to find out why the child is sad. Most parents are good at making assumptions. Don't assume that you know the reason. Always ask or find out. The second indicator is anxiety. Anxiousness and anxiety um, is as a result of mental disorientation and we all know that sexual abuse can cause a mental shift in a child. That mental shift can result to an anxiousness to things that are supposed to be normal like sound, crowd, darkness, um, alone time. So when you notice um, a particular sequence of anxiousness in a child it's a an indicator that something is actually wrong somewhere and as a parent or a guardian you need to find out what the issue is it's most likely abuse physical discomfort is another strong indicator especially for the females you see them um, flinch at your touch when you're beating them or when they are walking, they show some kind of discomfort, towards pain and stuff. Don't assume that the pain is normal. You need to find out why they have pains, especially if that discomfort is around their genitals, including the males too. Disassociation is another strong indicator when children who are um, extroverts become introverted all of a sudden, they begin to disassociate themselves from the family routine from their siblings from their peers they want to be left alone not just physically emotionally you just can't reach out to that child anymore you you don't understand them anymore at that point something is tampering with their mental stability it's important that a guardian or a parent close to that child should find out what the problem may be um, fear of certain areas, persons, or time of the day is another indicator. When a child is scared of specific areas in the house, the basement, the backyard, the kitchen, or specific people or persons in the house, or time of the day, at night, noontime, when they are alone, that means something happens around those areas or around those people around that time that they are very uncomfortable with so if you've noticed that you send the child to a particular area and you know they they always put up a resistance or you send them to a particular person and they put up a resistance you shouldn't assume that the child is just being stubborn and stuff you need to find out why they are uncomfortable don't assume also it's 
a horror movie that they watched, you know. It could be that there's a predator that always takes advantage of them um, at that area or that time of the day. Poor academic performance. Children who are abused have been shown to drop in academics drastically. This is because abuse can cause absent-mindedness and um, temporary memory loss. So this absent-mindedness can affect their attention span or their attention in class generally. So because of this, they can drop academically. So when you notice that a child who is doing was doing very well in school, all of a sudden begins to drop academically. I think it's... Um, wise as a parent or as a guardian to find out where it went wrong infections and health problems these are this like the first indicator for people who are very observant you could um, notice rashes stains of blood sores on private parts or their genitals when you see things like that don't assume that is a random infection because sometimes abusers actually transfer some STIs to these children. So when you recognize infections or health problems, try to find out how it got there, why it got there. Ask questions, open-ended questions. Don't ask questions that will scare the children away. Ask them open-ended questions that will make them give you answers. Um, frequent and unusual touching of the sexual organs. Children who have, uh, who have been abused have been known to masturbate. You see them frequently touching their genitals. It's an indicator that someone has been touching them and they want to do that in the person's absence. Another indicator is anger. Anger, um, when you notice rage amongst your child or your ward, um, the child is overly hot-tempered all of a sudden. The aggressiveness could be towards his siblings, his peers, towards the parents, or towards a particular individual. It's a sign to that the child is upset, emotionally upset. You need to find out what the rage is about. Having sexual discussions with pairs. When children begin to have sexual discussions with pairs, when um, they start having using vulgar, when they start using vulgar, you need to know how they learn those languages, where they learn them from, and why they are having such discussions. It is true that these indicators are not peculiar to only sexual abuse. However, they are a call to investigation. This sign should prompt you to have conversations with the child. It should prompt you to set up precautionary measures. It should prompt you to set up preventive measures around the child. As a parent, when you notice, especially more than one of these indicators in your child and when you know they don't act in that way before you need to put your eyes down and find out why it's actually happening more importantly when a child reports abuse investigates there is a 95 percent chance that it is true children do not lie about sexual abuse because it's a very difficult topic for them to discuss subsequently we'll be looking at who a safe adult is and how safe adults can play an important role in curbing sexual abuse in the society Thank you for following through today's podcast. For inquiries, support or feedback, call or WhatsApp plus 234-811-6962-914 or send an email to yourvoiceistrength at gmail.com. I am Chidera Precious, signing out.